and we're Backstripe Show podcast on a Monday. I'm your host, Travis Fulton. Thank you for making us part of your day. Stripe Show podcast brought to you by Encore Golf. Encore designs high-performance golf balls for players of all skill levels and swing speeds. Go to EncoreGolf.com backslash Travis Fulton and do yourself a favor. Pick yourself up a box of the Vero X1s. You won't be disappointed. It's one of my favorite golf balls. Unfortunately, I didn't get to put the golf ball in play this weekend. No golf for me, a lot of football, and celebrated 11 years with my beautiful wife. Great weekend. The Seahawks got it to two and two. I got to talk about that, of course. This is a golf podcast. We're going to talk about professional golf. And on the PGA Tour, a gentleman by the name of Sam Burns got a second win on the PGA Tour. And of course, you've been following me right here on the podcast. You know how I feel about Sam Burns. I've been touting him since he turned pro. And I just had a big old smile on my face on Sunday. I was texting his coach, Brad Poland. Congratulations. Because the kid from LSU is starting to figure it out. And he's starting to win. And this will be not just his second win where it's It's over with. Yes, he's validated his first win that he got at the Valspar. But this is going to be a second win of many more to come. This is a special player here, folks. I thought Sam Burns should have been on the Ryder Cup. He was left off. Obviously, that worked out very well for the United States. But it speaks to the depth that is on the PGA Tour, and particularly American golfers. Sam Burns is the real deal. He has the modern PGA Tour game. And when you compare it to, let's say, Max Homa, who won the first event of the season on the PGA Tour. And you remember now, the season has started over. We're into the now the 2021-2022 season. Yes, I know there's some fatigue settling in, not a huge offseason for professional golf, a week off, the Ryder Cup, and then we get right back after it. But I kind of like this time of year. I like the fall series because we get to Look at some of the younger names, the Corn Ferry Tour graduates and others that are coming out and trying to make a name for themselves and to see how they stack up. Max Homa won the first one, the Fortinet Championship out in California. His third win on the PGA Tour, of course, he won the Genesis, which is also in California last season. And that goes with the Wells Fargo. I got a DM asking me, with these first two events, who would you rather have? Which player would you put your money into for the next three years on the PGA Tour? Would it be Max Homa or would it be Sam Burns? And for me, that answer is easy. It would it would certainly be Sam Burns. Max Homa is becoming a much improved player on the PGA Tour. The work that he's doing with Mark Blackburn is fully noted. I was looking over the weekend at one of the changes that they made at the top of the swing. Max was a player who at the top, and when I say the top for Max Homa, very much three quarters, right? It's not a long swing. It's a kind of a shorter compact swing and his hands kind of stop in that three quarter. Well, he used to have the shaft. He used to have the shaft a bit more vertical in that three quarter position. And now you can see the shaft pointing a bit more to the left. And I like that change. And I think it's helped him um, with his wedge play 
his approach shorter iron game into greens. You've seen some improvement there. You're also seeing with Max, I think, a ton of win equity. This is a guy that when he gets into the hunt, he stays around. You know, he, he's, he's not afraid to hit the shots situationally and put players, away, put players away. He won twice on the Corn Ferry Tour and now three times on the PGA Tour. I think when you look at Max and you look at his wins and where he's played well, it's probably been primarily in those second tier types of events where the best players are not there. That takes nothing away from a win, but let's face it. A win at the Fortnite championship is very different than the win at the players championship. And the next step for Max Homa is certainly going to be being more competitive in major championships. Some of the bigger events, you look at his best finishes, PGA championship back in 2019, he was T 64. And in 2021, He was T40 at the Open Championship, which was the only major that he made the cut in. So Max Homa is becoming very good, very solid. In fact, great winning in the second tier types of tournaments that are missing the best players in the world. Next step into 2022, I'll be watching to see, can he be more competitive in the top tier events, the major championships where the best players in the world are playing. Now, Sam Burns, I think you will see that. I think you're already starting to see that. I think Sam Burns has more firepower than Max Homa. He's longer off the tee, 300 plus off the tee. I think he's a better iron player. Sam Burns, in fact, is a great iron player. And I think Sam will be, once again, one of the best iron players on the PGA tour. Sam historically is a great putter. So is Max, but I would put Sam right there with him equal as far as putting. What's really interesting this week, his second win at Sanderson farms is he lost 1.9 strokes gained putting and still won. Think about that. Sam Burns strokes gain putting negative 1.9 and still won. That's how great of a ball striker Sam Burns is. And I've been saying it for years. Great off the tee, long, terrific iron player. And he's historically a great putter. And he didn't even have to putt great to win this week in Jackson, Mississippi. Impressive stuff. Sam Burns is going to be around a long, long time. So Sam Burns has once again... Stood out for me here this week. Max Homa, once again, winning, has stood out. But those that's how I look at those two and the difference in their games if I had to pick uh, between the two. Another name that kind of popped up this week was Nick Watney, tied for second. Good to see Nick have a good week. His name has disappeared from the conversation. Rumor has it Nick Watney has teamed back up with Butch Harmon, trying to find that magic that made Nick Watney a multi-winner on the PGA tour. Be interesting to see if Nick Watney can give this perhaps one final push and be relevant and competitive on the PGA tour. Maverick McNeely, another name that has popped up tied for second at the Fortnite championship. McNeely six, one went to Stanford. We've seen his name pop up from time to time. McNeely solid driver of the golf ball. I would say a slightly better average yeah, probably a yeah, slightly better than average putter 
on the PGA Tour. The opportunity for McNeely will be his iron game, strokes gain approach. Folks, strokes gain approach is the most important statistic on the PGA Tour. And if you want to be consistent and you want to give yourself opportunities to win, then that has to be a focal point of your game. And for McNeely, I think there's some growth that needs to be had there. For him to be consistent, uh, a name that we see up there time and time again, more opportunities to win on the PGA Tour. But Maverick McNeely, I'll tell you something, he can get it done off the tee. Very good driver of the ball and another good finish in California, where he also finished very well, I believe, at Pebble Beach um, last season. So McNeely, Stanford grad, loving his time out in Cali. Some other names that I would share with you that I'm looking at, right? And this is always an opportunity on the podcast in the fall series where I start kind of sharing some of the names that I seem to be writing down a lot and like their games. And when you watch their games, I'm more excited for some of them more than others, right? So I'll kind of get into it and share some of my thought process with some of these guys. The first name that I'll give you is Taylor Pendrith. Uh, went to Kent State, big kid, six foot two, 30 years of age, Canadian, works with Derek Ingram. Derek, uh, a friend of the podcast, he's been on, used to work with Nick Taylor, currently works with Corey Connors. And you look at Pendrith, and he's very long off the tee, can really get it out there. Strokes ain't off the tee. I think this is a player that you're going to see in the upper third. I think he's got a decent short game and I think he's a better than average putter. I look at Taylor Pendrith and, you know, not to get ahead of ourselves, but it, it's, it's kind of like a Bryson type of game. He's not as long as Bryson, but he's, he's overpowering off the tee. He can really bust it out there. And he's, and he's, and he's a really good putter. Right. And we know with Bryson, you know, he's super long off the tee and he's a great putter. I think Bryson's a better putter than Pendrith, but the point being with Taylor is that his strengths are driver putter. Now his opportunity I think will be in his iron game. Can Taylor Pendrith be at least middle of the pack from a strokes gain approach standpoint so far in the first two events, T 36 at Fortinet T 39 at Sanderson, his strokes gain approach is 167. That's not good enough. If you're going to be consistent and you want to maintain your card, unless when you do have those, really special weeks that you put a win away. So I think Pendrith is a name that I'm looking at and can he sharpen up the iron game and have perhaps some consistency and give himself more opportunities and really take advantage of that driver and of that putter. And I've been critical of Bryson in the past, right? Where I say, man, is he spending enough time on the iron game? Because when his strokes game approach game is good, Bryson is really tough to beat. And we saw that at the Ryder Cup. Bryson spinning wedges in there to six, seven feet. You're not going to beat him. Taylor Pendrith will be interesting. And oh, newsflash, Taylor Pendrith will be on the Stripe Show podcast this Friday. So you'll get to know him as we continue to introduce the Corn Ferry Tour graduates, all 25 of them. He'll be joining Samantha. Really excited about that. Another guy that you have to look at is Cameron Young. Cameron Young has been on the podcast as well when he was going for his third win in a row on the Corn Ferry Tour. Cameron's six foot, went to Wake, 25 years of age. And you want to talk about long off the tee? 
Cameron Young can bomb it, folks. If you go to a tournament and Cameron Young's hitting on the range, he's hitting his driver, go watch. I mean, it's just silly. Big, strong guy. I mean, he is strong, dude. 320-plus, no problem. I think this is a guy that could... This is a guy that could get it up there 335, 340. I, I think Cameron could hit it out there with Bryson if he wanted to stretch it. He's that long. Strokes gain off the tee. First two events. Missed a cut at the Fortnite Championship. Tee second at Sanderson Farms. 14th. Strokes gain putting. 32nd. So there we go. Driver putter. Check. First two weeks. Short sample size. But I think for Cameron, the opportunity, again, is going to be in the approach game. Very similar to Pendrith. 152nd. So both Taylor Pendrith, Cameron Young, long, can putt. Can they do enough with the approach game? Now, a guy that can do enough with the approach game, and the guy that I'm probably the most excited about, as I was with Sam Burns, is Mito Pereira. Mito Pereira, six foot, 26 years of age, played at Texas Tech from Chile, third at the Fortnite T31 at Sanderson Farms. Mito Pereira, folks, is the real deal. Uh, this is a guy that is going to be around a while. This is the guy that we saw in the summer win back-to-back on the Corn Ferry Tour, the Rex C1 Rex Hospital and the BMW Charity. Came out, finished 34th at the John Deere, 5th at the Barbasol, 6th at the 3M Open, and 3rd at the Fortnite Championship. It reminds me a lot of when Will Zalatoris came out. Right, We saw Will Zalatoris splash and finish 2nd at the U.S. Open, and you look at their games, and it's very similar. Good driver of the ball. Great iron player. Strokes gain approach, first two events, sixth. Strokes gain off the tee, 29th. Strokes gain around the green, 38th. So tee to green, very strong. Putter is the weakness so far. Strokes gain putting, 140th. Who does that remind you of? It reminds you of Will Zalatoris. And how often did we see Will Zalatoris' name on the first and second page of the leaderboard? This whole idea that you got to drive for show and putt for dough. I think it's a bit misleading, right? Now, we know putting's important. We know putting's important, and you certainly want to be a great putter. But if I had to start picking, when I come out onto the PGA Tour, what do I want to be great at? I don't think I would pick putting. I would pick strokes and approach. I want to be a great iron player. Now, let me get it out there with reasonable distance. And then let me have my weeks where I putt great, right? I mean, that's just kind of the mold that I would pick. And those are the guys that I kind of gravitate to. Does strokes gain putting two weeks in at a uh, T, let's see, 140th concern me? Yeah, I'd like to see that improve. But I'm super excited and more excited for Mito Pereira, who can get it out there off the tee and is a great iron player. To me, that has lasting power on the PGA tour. And I'm very excited for Mito Pereira uh, because he's just, he's just, he's just seems like a really cool dude too. Like I just, I I like the guy. I posted his swing um, during the week on my Instagram at Travis Fulton. And I said, this is my new favorite swing on the PGA tour. And and, uh, I just got a ton of DMS about him and like, this guy's the real deal. And I think he is. I look at his game and his strengths and the way that he plays matches up for the current game on the PGA tour. So Mita Pereira reminds me a lot of Will Zalatoris. I like this Sahith Thagala guy that we saw leading the tournament earlier in the week. He was 
T8 at the Sanderson, T47 at Fortnite. Guy that can get it out there 300 plus. So far, two weeks in, strokes ain't off the T, T35, approach T48, putting 104th. Again, I'm seeing a guy, T to green, very solid. But when I see that, I like that. You know, that's kind of where I lead. I want a ball strike for dough. <laughs> you know, drive for show, ball strike for dough. And let me have my good putting wigs. Right. That to me, that's lasting power. You can be a great putter, but if you can't get there and you're having to get it up and down all the time, well, you're not making enough birdies. Right. Ask Denny McCarthy. Ask Ian Poulter. Go look at strokes gain putting versus strokes gain approach and tell me which list you'd rather associate yourself with long term. And that's kind of what I'm looking at as these guys come out. Who has the game? to give themselves ample opportunities off the tee and into greens. And when I look at so far, the names that pop out to me, the name that's really, really solid to me is Mito Pereira. I'm very excited about that player. I think John Augustine's another interesting one. I'll leave you with that name. John Augustine, of course, the runner up 2019 USAM went to Vandy. Yeah. Solid driver, solid iron game. We'll see. Right, that's another name. Not quite all the way there, but I'm big on Mito, and I like this the Gala kid too. I think he's 23 years of age. I think it'll be interesting to watch him. Went to Pepperdine. Very different swings too, in particularly through the impact zone. You look at you look at uh, Mito, and you know he's kind of got that modern swing, right, where it's very clean at the top, shaft shallows out. You want to talk about shallowing the shaft out? Go look at Mito Pereira's swing. That shaft shallows out and then he just rotates like a champ. That's the rule of thumb, folks, is that in theory, the earlier you shallow it out and you get the club head behind the handle and you get the club face prepared with some left wrist flexion, the more you can rotate. So if you want to rotate kind of uninterrupted and rotational freedom, then you've got to get the shaft to lay down and the face prepared and then rotate. Now, if you come down steep and or over the top, then, you know, you got to start putting the brakes on a little bit. Body's going to stand up. You're going to lose some of that lag. Club face is going to rotate more. Still play that way, right? You can still play that way. Phil Mickelson's done a pretty good job of that. Stuart Sink's done a pretty good job of that. Steeper in nature, more lead wrist flexion coming down. You'll see a little less rotation in the body. Handle's a bit higher. Club face will pass a little sooner through the impact zone. So you can, you can do that. Um, but it's not the way that the game is taught. And I think when you look at Mito, he really represents that modern game, that modern swing, rotational freedom, minimum face rotation. Thagala, a little bit different through the impact zone. You can see him kind of chasing it a little bit more down the line, more face rotation. You can see his spine taking on more right bend. The right shoulder is really tilted down. And, you know, it's just a, it's a little different swing. It's a little more of a kind of a down the line type of swing versus rotating left. And that's okay too. And it's interesting, you know, 
age 23 that he's kind of kept that intact. That's his DNA. The genius is in there. You know, I think he's got some, some really, you know, good sense and feel with his hands. So whoever's working with him, I, I think they've done a great job as well. You got to protect the genius in the player. You can't coach it out of them just because it looks better or the science suggests it. And I don't think there's any perfect, um, any perfect way to go about that. And as a coach, you just have to kind of get in there and learn with the player and make decisions as you go. But it's fascinating to me at age 23, Thagala chasing it down the line, a little more hands, a little more face rotation. I like it. You know, it's different. It's cool. It's not cookie cutter, perhaps like a Mito Pereira, which to me is just a beautiful swing to look at. Sam Burns, beautiful swing to look at. Cameron Young, really good lines, beautiful swing to look at. So I, I just love the difference in swings and styles as these next group come in and we start learning about them here in the fall series. So those are a few names that I'm looking at. Hopefully um, that'll help you out as we kind of look ahead and we formulate our fantasy golf lineup tomorrow for the Shriners bringing beating the bookie back this week and next only fitting. He's out there in Vegas winning money. Every time he comes on, we seem to have a great show and give you some great lineups as we did last week. Last week was, I got to pat myself on the back just a little bit. Cause I gave you guys some really good names there towards the bottom, like a Seth Reeves uh, who finished in the top 20, like a Henrik Norlander who finished I believe T fourth. So a great week last week for me in, uh, in gambling and in fantasy golf. We'll keep it going with beating the bookie tomorrow. It'll be the Shriners, TPC Summerlin, Martin Laird's defending champ. He'll come back the following week as well. Beating the bookie and we'll, uh, we'll do the CJ cup on Wednesday. We've got Lucas Herbert. He's coming on. Um, Herbert, interesting player guy. That's not chewing you up off the tee. <laughs> He, uh, he can get it a little bit sideways off the tee, but a, a fun guy. Um, he'll be coming on Wednesday. We'll get to know him. And then a special one on Thursday. Uh, we'll do some instruction on Thursday. I'll let you know as we get closer to that. And then don't miss Friday with Samantha Taylor Pendrith, one of the Corn Ferry top 25 guys coming on. Canadian can really hit it off of the tee. That's it for a Mondays. This is Travis Fulton. Hope uh, you enjoyed a little breakdown of the first two weeks here on the PGA Tour and some of the guys that I'm looking at, young guys, next generation, just like we were, say, a year or two ago with Sam Burns, who's now becoming a staple, top-shelf player on the PGA Tour. See you tomorrow, Let's everybody. take a second to talk about the folks over at Encore Golf. Encore has earned a reputation across the golf industry and with golfers everywhere for its combination of value, performance, and customer service. Their team in Buffalo, New York, is flipping the script on golf technology through perimeter-weighted balls made with the high-density particles and proprietary nanotransitional layer offering players enhanced accuracy, control, and distance. Encore recently added the Vero X1 to its suite of award-winning golf balls, one that already included the Golf Digest gold-rated elixir and low compression Avant 55. Through its full suite of golf balls, Encore can help transform any golfer's game. Visit EncoreGolf.com backslash Travis Fulton for more info about Encore and start revolutionizing your game. Now back to the Stripe Show podcast.